When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Fay. And today we're talking about Jungle Book. The Jungle Book, the 2016 live action uh, Jungle Book. Oh yeah, the much more evil one. <laughs> 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 the much darker movie. It is much darker. It's weird when you uh, we are no longer dealing with cartoon tigers. <laughs> oh yeah, they're for some reason more menacing. I yeah. don't know why. I don't Somehow know why. more vicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think there's a very clear villain here. Oh yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Which would be uh, Shere Khan. Shere Khan, the, absolutely. Uh, and. I thought maybe that this one was going to be a little tougher to argue. No, I think we got some... Holy yeah. cow. <laughs> yeah, he's got some great arguments. Some real good points. Yeah. Uh, he is a, a man, a, a tiger of principle, I guess. Um, yeah. Um, I would say he's a little more... Uh, like, he does have that classic villain, um, like, revenge kind of fuel a little bit. But oh, you know what I mean? In, in what revenge in what way? Well, in the sense that um, he really wants him because it's the son of the man that. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Bl- uh, blinded one of his eyes. Right. He got fired. Yeah. yeah. Fire in the one eye. Exactly. Right. So the, the there, there is a little. Oh. Yeah, there is a little bit of that. But other, uh, honestly, making great points. Uh, number one being this is a man. <laughs> Yes, yes. This is a man, and traditionally, <laughs> uh, traditionally, men have not been good for the jungle. No, in fact, there is a, uh, yeah, he says, uh, he says, man cub becomes man, which is forbidden. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I feel like argument over, but I guess we'll keep talking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, I, uh, yeah, let's dwell on that scene where the, all this is sort of set up, right? So, like, okay, Mowgli is uh, adopted by wolves or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's like, it doesn't quite fit in. But then there's this, the thing that the movie says is there's this drought, and there's this peace rock or whatever. So when the river drops to a certain uh, level, and this you can see this rock, then all mm-hmm. the animals can come to this place and drink and you're not allowed to kill each other and that's the law of the jungle yes right which i i have some problems with but we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> i was gonna say i'm like i feel like there's a few holes in this but well, that, okay <laughs> yeah let's get let's go into that right away because one of the animals that you see at that watering hole is a crocodile and a crocodile's entire niche is waiting at the water until other things come to eat, to drink, because they have to, and yes. then it grabs them by their heads and pulls them underwater. So, like, basically this jungle law is saying, like, yeah, yeah, everybody's fine. You can't hunt anything in the water. Uh, sorry, alligator. Sorry that your whole thing is doesn't work anymore. Or crocodile. I'm not sure which one's in India. Oh, I don't know either. <laughs> don't don't at me with your crocodile. And... <laughs> or do it, actually. Just yeah, yeah. You know, harass probably, Craig. <laughs> probably I w- that would interest me. It's, sh- it's actually shocking I didn't look at this up. Um, yeah, so uh, they all come together, mm-hmm. and then Shere Khan shows up, the tiger, and he tells the wolves, like, 
I'm go- I, out of deep respect for the jungle law. I am not going to kill Mowgli right now, but when the rains come, you had better hand him over to me because men are forbidden under the same law. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. In which <laughs> and I think not that's a major him. point here of like, it seems that the wolf pack just gets to pick and choose what laws they want to follow. Right. Which is very odd because it's uh, at least Khan uh, has a um, strict rule. You know what I mean? Like at least he consistently follows the rules across the board. Right. Yeah. You- he's yeah. He's a man of principle. He's like this. These are the laws that keep us safe. Yeah. I would love to bring up the uh, who who's bringing a baby to the jungle. Well, that seemed that seemed odd to me. just that scene of like them in a cave because I'm like, where is this guy going? Well. Um- I mean, I get it in the sense, like, if you're trying to travel from village to village, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like, you have to go through the jungle. Like, if your village is in a jungle, you gotta, oh, go, yeah. you gotta go through but the jungle. But if I got a kid anywhere. that size, I'm gonna wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but maybe, you know, maybe he needs to go somewhere. You never know. I don't I'm know. just saying the dad seemed a little irresponsible. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Fair enough. A little irresponsible. I mean, I'm not gonna put that on the dad who got eaten by a tiger, but yeah, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Mm. Um, yeah, you're An like, oversight. no, I will, I will. That's got to be the equivalent of a hot car. <laughs> I mean, what a terrible A tiger cave, I don't uh, know. Yeah, tiger cave. I mean, that seems uh, as dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so you're blaming the father for Mowgli being in the jungle. Well, I don't think he should be there. But you're right. Uh, yeah, 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 a product yeah. of the time, perhaps. Product of the time. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Probably traveling village from village. Um, I would see why you would think a cave would be the smart decision. Sure. All right. I'll give it to him. Yeah. I'll, you've swayed me, Craig. I'm too hard. <laughs> I'm too harsh. You know, the rains come and whatever. I think it was a dark and stormy night. They found shelter in a cave. Also, tigers are fucking vicious. Yeah. Like, like it's it's. have you ever been to the zoo? Like and uh, seen a ti- have I you ever seen a tiger a, in a zoo? I did when I was a kid. I don't go to zoos anymore because they bum me out yeah, too oh, hard. For sure, for like sure, I, for sure. I think we're well past them as a society. I'm like we know better now. Yeah, and it, like the last time I went, it was super depressing too. Yeah, it like, really pumps me up. There's some animals where you're just like, oh, that's a fucking llama or a capybara, and you're like that happy as a pig in mud. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, that's fine. Yeah. They're just like wandering around. They're eating grass. It's like you you can look at them and you go, they like this life. They're mm. just like they're animals that lounge around and don't do a whole lot, right? And there's mm-hmm. a bunch of them and they're fine. But then you go to, um, I went to the, uh, the I think the chimpanzees and the orangutans and God, that broke my heart. Because mm. you you look those animals in the eyes and they have, like you're like, oh, you're you're bored. Yeah, you, like you're you real are, depressed. Because it's you're prison. You're bored and depressed. It's yeah. prison. <laughs> there's not enough here keeping you stimulated. It's animal prison. Yeah. Um, but, so, that contrast is very much with a tiger in a zoo. So like some of the animals are just like lounging around, like lions, for example, right? Mm -hmm. You go and see a lion and they're like walking around, but they're all like kind of like droopy eyed and Mm -hmm. they're like sleeping most of the time. And like, you know, maybe they're like- Because they're depressed. You're describing depression. (laughs) Well, no, it's like, but but you, you sort of get that this is an animal that for a large part of its day lounges around anyway, Mm. right? But you go see a tiger, and that tiger does not stop pacing the perimeter oh. of its thing. And it is looking at every single person who's watching it, and the look in its eyes is, 
I would fucking kill you in a minute if this wasn't between us. Mm. Like, and you just get the impression that that is what a tiger does 24 hours a day, seven days a week, is it would kill anything. I mean, I'm not a big cat expert, but they are terrifying creatures. And they're, I think they're one of the, like, like in India, you are like, you, like people die every year because they have to go into the woods to get firewood and the just tigers come and kill you. Because yeah. they're just like. That's got to be real rough. Yeah. I just kill you for fun because I'm a tiger and I'll kill anything. Not because I need to eat you for food, but just because I like killing. Well, yeah, that's a cat, though, right? Yeah, <laughs> but not all. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I, I've met some house cats like that. <laughs> no, that's, that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, but they're vicious, vicious creatures. Um, but anyway, in the, context, <laughs> in the context of this, though, what I do want to explore is I think that's I think that's Shere Khan's job. Right, like mm. we have a we have a, a rule of the jungle, right, which everyone knows and uh, knows and, and follows. And the one reason that humans, who everyone agrees is a threat, don't come into the jungle, it's not because of the wolves, it's not because of the bears or the jaguars, it's because of the tiger. Like Shere Khan's literal job in enforcing this is making sure that men and humans stay out of the jungle. Like, he's in it, the enforcer, you know what I mean? That's a really good point. Yeah. I, I follow that uh, line of logic, absolutely. Yeah. Like, he's, he is. He's the bodyguard of the jungle. He's the one thing that humans fear in the jungle. Yeah, it's like when he gives that example, um, when he lines up Mowgli with uh, the uh, cuckoo bird, I believe he says. Yeah. Where he says uh, the cuckoo bird will put a, will put their egg with a bunch of other eggs in a different nest, and that mother will take care of it until that bird eats all of the other birds. And I'm like, well, that is exactly correct. Yeah. For, for the analogy, I'm like, yeah, for sure. Like... The, the only reason why this story, uh, why Mowgli gets like a sympathy and you can follow his story and you're like, okay, I get who's bad and who's good here is because he's young. Yes. That's it. Yep. And human. And human. And we... And we, you're going to identify with, with a human. You yes. go, well, well, it's very evil that this tiger wants to eat that human. <laughs> yeah. I, I am decidedly pro-human. <laughs> but it's like when he... So I want to talk about his uh, tricks because they keep talking about how uh, yeah, he has yeah, yeah. like these little tricks, and they're. I, I think the tone that the movie's trying to give is that these tricks um, will help these animals, and they should let Mowgli be a person. But in my mind, all I kept thinking was, "Yeah, they're right. None of this belongs here, and it shouldn't be this way." Because like with his tricks, you're also upending some of the uh, the ecosystem here. You know what I mean? Like nobody was meant to saw off all of those uh, beehives. beehives. Nobody, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? When he's pulling up the water, all I kept thinking, they're like, that has no place here. I'm like, yeah, because he's going to make bowls out of every fucking tree in this goddamn place. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, I understand that's not his thought process, but that does have to be the thought process a little bit of like, these things actually don't belong here. And they're right in saying that other than uh, rescuing the elephant, which is something that human beings do actually intervene with uh, from time to time. Sometimes you sure. watch those videos of like, a, oh, breaks my heart. Oh, but when they get it out, oh, so exciting. So, <laughs> so exciting, right? You want a good cry, baby elephant rescue videos. Yeah, 
Yeah. So like other than that, I would say every uh, single other thing, I'm like, yeah, this is clever and this is good for you. But they're right in saying that this actually does not have any place here and it shouldn't be here. No. Well, like why all of a sudden do the wolves get the benefit of rope and yeah. leverage? You know, mm-hmm. why does a bear suddenly get all the honey he wants to eat because he's friends with a human? Yeah, but if you're moving things, displacing things, if you're um, growing things with intent or anything like that, you're changing the balance of the jungle. Yeah, yeah exactly. The power balance, the power dynamic yeah. of everything. Yeah. So when they say don't do that here, it really should be don't do that here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, every single person that said to him, don't do that was correct. Well, and and. What I was thinking was, let's switch it up, right? Mm. Let's say um, Shere Khan is a guy, right? He's the police chief of a village. And all of a sudden, this family is like, oh, look, here's this cute little kitten that we got. And Shere Khan goes, that's not a kitten. That's a tiger. That's going to grow up to be a tiger. Mm. You can't have a tiger in the village. Tigers eat people. And they're like, no, no, it's fine. As you said, we'll train it to be uh, like a a normal house cat. Like we'll train, it'll only do what people do. And you go, no, no, (laughs) that's a tiger. (laughs) It's going to do what tigers do. And then everyone's like, yeah, but we really like it. And then when that tiger grows up and actually does attack somebody, which Mowgli does, he sets, Mowgli sets the whole fucking jungle on fire. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Then... The rest of the town goes, yeah, but we still like him, and gangs up on you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> the fire thing's crazy. Yes. That's, that is too wild. When he grabs, so first of all, they've established that he doesn't know how fire works. He doesn't get it. He calls it red flower like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, his first instinct is to go grab that and bring it into the jungle. That's a bad move, friend. That is a bad, bad That's move. That's a bad move. You at least have to understand how this like how this works, how this operates, what's happening. Um, I'm not saying that it's very hard to figure it out, but I'm saying you got it. You should take a minute. Uh, no, I think fire is pretty hard to figure out if you've been raised by wolves. Oh yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, it so, took humanity like millions or tens of thousands of years to figure out fire. This kid doesn't stand a chance. Yeah, he starts lighting shit up uh, accidentally, but still um, proving the point of God. And they're still like, yeah, get him. Yes. <laughs> the, the, whole, <laughs> the, the whole end of this movie should have just been Shere Khan being like, I told you, <laughs> I fucking told you. Yeah. Look at what you're... <laughs> <laughs> this is what and he's got a great line too where Mowgli like sitting there with the fire and mm. he goes uh, see they're not afraid of you anymore and Shere Khan goes no they're not afraid of me anymore look and like he's just like they're afraid of you because you're burning down the jungle yes like like don't you don't you Mowgli now see what I was talking about yeah he literally says like I'm the one that saw your future yeah. And he was right. <laughs> He's, this is actually, I think, one of the first villains that we've done, which is not only right in their motivation, mm. but has been proven right yes. at the end. Yes. Right? And like, that's wh- it's breezed over very quickly. Yeah. Which is odd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're like, if, if the villain of this movie, Shere Khan, had his way and things went as he wanted them to, 
the bad thing that happened at the end wouldn't happen. Yes. Yeah. Only through the action of the quote unquote heroes Mm -hmm. does the does bad things do bad things happen. He's right the whole way through. It's very odd. Yeah. Yeah. I because I went into this movie thinking the exact same thing. I'd only ever watched it once before, but obviously I've seen the like the uh, original many Mm -hmm. times, many many times. Uh, Yeah. Going into this, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be really hard. And I'm like, oh, this is so much. This was easier than Lion King. This is easier than like all of the other Disney movies, it feels like. This is a pretty uh, cut and dry case, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that really kind of raised an eyebrow for me was when he kills Akela. So the the head of the wolves, mm-hmm. right? So, so the rains come and... Mowgli has decided for himself to leave the pack so that they don't have to fight Shere Khan and uh, they don't have to deal with the tough choice of handing him over, which I I get. So Mowgli leaves and then Shere Khan shows up and goes, "Um, you were supposed to hand him over to me so that we could be sure that he was dead. And Akela just goes, well, well, he's left the, the jungle. What else do you want? Right? He goes, no, no. Like he'll find his way back here. You know, like, mm-hmm. like it's it's like it's like a, a a raccoon that you feed, right? It's like no, that's gonna come back, and it's gonna like live in your attic, right? Oh yeah, raccoons are scary. Uh. <laughs> they're scary in Toronto, everybody. I know you uh, probably live in some rural area where they're adorable. Uh, every Toronto raccoon is uh, the size of a small bear. <laughs> yeah, they are larger than and they will, larger than cats. And they're used to people, and they will swipe at you. Yeah, <laughs> I I can't get mad at them though. It's like some of the time I'm like, oh, you're pests, and then I'm like, mm. but you're fat little butt. Look at it go. <laughs> Look at it waddle as you go across the. But yeah, if you turn a corner and there's one there, you're like, ah, fuck. I yeah, I had up. one swipe at me. I had uh, headphones. You had in. one swipe yeah. at you? Yeah. Oh shit. When I first got to Toronto, because I didn't know that you guys had a big raccoon park. Because there's not like there's I'm sure there's some raccoons in Ottawa, but it's like nothing. You Toronto know I mean? is nuts. Yeah, Ottawa just has a rabbit problem. Really? Oh, they got a big rabbit problem. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, if you walk uh there's certain areas like I used to live in Italy little <laughs> Why can't I say it'll biddly? <laughs> it'll biddly, little Italy. There we go in uh, Ottawa, and there was one few like a park that I would walk uh, home through, and at night I would see at least ten. I would say, and it wow. was a real quick, like two minute walk. I would see ten of these things, and it was like a problem every spring. They're just like we don't know what to do with all of yeah. these rabbits, man. They're everywhere. <laughs> They're they just breed like something I can't quite put my finger on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but actually, uh, Planet Earth uh, 2 actually did a whole little segment on Toronto raccoons. Like there's No way! There's, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a part of Planet Earth, I think it's Planet Earth 2, that, has, that, that talks about uh, raccoons. Because they do a little thing on like how animals have adapted to cities. Oh, yeah. And like the Toronto raccoons are like almost the, like their own species. Like if you... Mm. If you like, it's the funniest thing to see a raccoon out in, like, the middle of Algonquin Park or something like that. They are svelte, muscular. They got this glossy fur. You're like, oh, yeah. Like, you could 
you're an animal. Like yeah. you, you climb trees <laughs> and you're doing this thing. God, the funniest thing. I, I this is back when I had a. Do- we'll get back to <laughs> this in a bit. Uh, I had this dog uh, with my ex, and uh, at one point we went out the back door of my apartment building at the time to mm-hmm. like just go walk the dog, and the garbage cans are right there, and there was these two raccoons that we like startled right in the garbage can and the one raccoon just like runs up the fence and like sits there looking down and this other raccoon this guy was so fat oh my (laughs) god he's so fat on toronto trash where he was just like like just like trying to climb up this wall just like like you could hear him almost like struggling we like oh god (laughs) (laughs) we just sat there for like Probably no exaggeration, 30, 40 seconds while this fat, fat uh. raccoon hauled its butt up to the fence where the other guy was. And I'm like, if this dog wasn't on a leash, you know how dead you would be right now? Oh, just, yeah. But like, he was like a, like a kid getting out of a pool where he just had to like put his like arm on it and like kind of roll up onto the fence and then just like stood there being like, you're not going to make me go any higher, are yeah. you? <laughs> he looks like he takes his belt off after meals. <laughs> like, just just like, a big boy. You are not uh, a wild raccoon. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Anyway. Yeah, you can always tell what neighborhood you're in by the type of, like, well, how the raccoons look. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> the, tra- yeah the, tra- the fatter they are, the more you're like, there's just a lot of fast food around here, I feel like. Yeah. And this now is, we got coyotes. This is not an organic neighborhood. And now we got coyotes in the t- downtown Toronto because they there's follow. There's a turkey, too. There's a- <laughs> Toronto's a weird city, man. <laughs> Every time I'm like, I I really do think that this is a world-class city and like, you know, we got a lot of interesting stuff here going on. And then every three weeks, there's like a raccoon got on the subway. A raccoon broke into this donut shop. A raccoon helped its buddy out of a gutter. And I'm just like, stop it. <laughs> this is not what a world-class city does. This is like a backwoods outpost. But it's what the people want, Craig. It's what the people want. I guarantee it. Oh, God. That's the next Disney movie is a yeah. live action Toronto raccoons. In my hometown, a deer dro- jumped through one of the windows of the of a bank downtown, <laughs> like just planted itself through it, and now they have a permanent uh, deer crossing posted <laughs> there. <laughs> I like it, <laughs> and that's not uncommon either. I think that happened to um, somebody in my sister's residence up in Peterborough. Oh, they yeah, they had a deer that like got spooked, jumped through a window. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, cut itself on the glass mm-hmm, as it went through. Mm-hmm. So this is in somebody's residence room mm. and was jumping around, <laughs> bleeding all over everything and couldn't get out. Like Yeah, they really freak go- out. Yeah. Thank God you weren't home when that happened. Oh you know? yeah. That's why like when you like when you shoot a deer, you have to track it for a really long time because it runs on adrenaline for so long and it freaks the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Good for deer. Yes, yeah, so you really gotta hit it spot on or you're not gonna find that motherfucker. You you shoot me. <laughs> That's it. Oh, I'm yeah, you, you're going to find me. You're going to find me where you shot me. Craig, <laughs> that was a paintball. Too late. I'm down. Just bury me where I fell. <laughs> this ain't fucking worth it. Um, so I think we started that with a point. I <laughs> Oh, fuck. I don't remember what that was. Oh, neither uh, do I. Neither but do I. Uh, yeah, just I think maybe uh, natural instincts and like you're just going to kind of do what you need to do, right? Like, yeah, yeah Shere Khan is... Um, He's just right. He is right. I uh, 
I hate that Scarlett Johansson is in this movie. Can I just say that? Oh, uh, really? I really don't like Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Honestly, I laugh. This is such a dumb joke, but I laughed to myself when they uh, when she starts speaking. You don't see her character, and I was like, oh, maybe she's the fucking tree she wants to be. <laughs> you stupid, stupid woman. <laughs> Although to be fair, she could play I a snake. Uh, she is a great snake. She's yeah. a, uh, she does have a great snake, but I just, I don't like her. Oh, that's fair. I really, mind you, I haven't ever liked her though. Okay. I don't know what, it, there's something about her that I've never liked. So it's not even like recent shit or anything like that. It's just anytime I've seen her, I've been like, oh, I guess, I guess I'm going to grin through this one with the exception, I would say of Black Widow. I do like that. Yeah, she's kind of iconic in that. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard um, not to like that. I didn't love it. Yeah, I didn't love Lost in Translation as much mm. as everyone did, but maybe I need to rewatch that. Um, oh, the other only other say- exception would be Eight Legged Freaks. Oh, I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, you got to see that okay. movie. It's so good. It's like um, it's uh, really it's super campy. Like yes, you gotta, I, yeah, I'm it's aware like a of movie it. that knows what it is, yeah, and yeah. it's it, I think uh, it's great. Luke Luke Wilson, right? I think. Or yeah. no, yeah, yeah. One of the anyway, or uh, Arquette, or is it maybe? No, it's Arquette. It's Arquette. It's okay. Arquette. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but I thought she was actually really good. I was like listening to her voice, and I was like, for the for the character of Ka, mm. the, like trust in me, yeah. like just like hypnotizing you and like lulling you off to sleep. I was like, yeah, okay. Like she's got like that gentle. Mm. Um, Do you ever see her? No. It's basically a guy falls in love with his computer. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's like, I, I got yeah, the concept yeah, yeah. and I was like, uh, oh, I think I'm good on this one. But again, it's just her voice and you're like, oh, you do have a very pleasing, mm. soothing voice. Yeah. Uh, so I guess, so like I was fine with that. Uh, How do you think about Christopher Walken? <laughs> as King Louis? Yeah. Okay, so this kind of, I think Christopher Walken as King Louis is fine casting, but it does sort of, that does dovetail into another issue I had with this, which uh, is both, the uh, Scarlett Johansson is Carl and uh, um, uh, King Louis, mm-hmm. which is that I don't think this movie at the time of filming had decided whether or not it wants to be a musical or not. I, w- I also wanted to talk about this. That's they, so funny. Because they kind of half-ass it and like a lot of sing talking mm-hmm. where they do the songs, but... Here's my problem. I, I didn't have any problem with... Uh, cause like that scene because it is supposed to be kind of hypnotizing that's fine to me i think that's very passable but they didn't do the song yeah yeah but that's fine that that's good to me that's good to me um also um uh, but they clearly recorded it because they play the trust in me song over the credits yeah so um baloo's song um that makes sense to me as well because I'm like, that's kind of like this dude's like personal little song that he sings to himself. And this makes sense where I have an issue is that at no point throughout this movie, has it been established that it's okay just to sing at somebody? And that has to be established really early on in the movie if you're going to do it. Mm -hmm. So when you introduce uh, King Louie, it feels so jarring to me because I'm like, why isn't anybody freaking out about this guy sing arguing at this kid? Because it has no place. It's very weird. It is very weird. It comes out of nowhere. And that's why I feel like they kind of half-assed that decision where they were like, is this, like, if that was going to be a musical, you need Ka's song up there up front. 
where it's that full musical number and not just the trust in me. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it's like, it's it's a longish song, right? Yes. Um, have that up front and then, and then do it, do it well, because there's also the thing with Baloo's song, Bare Necessities, mm-hmm. where they're not really singing that well. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, which is kind of just a, like, we're two buddies goofing off and here's our song. But at least I can buy into it because it is not a song about the context that they're in. It's just a song that he has. Sure, yes. So, okay. So and- when you get to King Louis, he's literally singing about the situation they're in. And I'm like, that's really weird. You've pulled me out. Sure. Yeah, no, and, and you're right. And that's the point where I was just like, oh, oh, so there is music in this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't, I didn't I needed, care for I it. needed more or less. <laughs> that's I, what I needed. Yeah. It, I needed more or less. It was a weird amount. Yeah, it's it's like they half-assed it yeah. everywhere. It was super weird. Um, other than that, I think like voice-wise, it would have worked if you didn't have to sing it. Mm, I, did yeah. ha- I did have a problem with King Louis being this huge ape who can like, run through stone walls. Yeah, that was another thing where I'm like, why the only two characters that seem super unrealistic uh, were Ka and and King Louie. Yeah. Because I'm like, they they both seemed too big for what they were supposed to be. You know what I mean? And if, if you only do it twice, again, I'm like, I either need more or less. Yeah. Like, is this a magical uh, jungle that I'm in? Like, there's something in the water here and everything's crazy? Yeah. Or why is it just these two? Yeah, and even Ka, I could be like, no, I could see a snake getting... Yeah. Certainly big enough to eat a eight-year-old boy, mm. 10, whatever he is. Oh, I have no idea. Uh, I don't know any, you could no. show me any kid and be like, yes, this, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I did a show the other night that had four uh, 12-year-olds in the front row. And I was like, I had, I would not have guessed that. I have no idea how old you are. I'm like, you could have said eight. You could have said 15. I would have been like, okay. Like, whatever. I, I Too young know. to be at a comedy show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that, like, I, yeah, it took me out of it a little bit, the King Louis thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought he was a good fit, but I was like, uh, yeah, the w- the way they stylized him in the song, I was like, yeah, you can't. You can't shove this in all of a sudden unless it's like, it's got to be maybe even weirder or something. Like, I feel like they Tarantino'd it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, this is shifted tones drastically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, super weird. Um, oh, I remember the point I was trying to make before. <laughs> before we got talking about raccoons, which is uh, uh, Shere Khan kills Akela. Oh, yeah. Headline, okay, yes. Right, which was like, oh, that's kind of an evil dick thing to do. But... Uh, that's also like jungle law. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, like, like if, if, if we accept the fact that Shere Khan's job is to keep men or humans, I guess, out of the jungle to protect the rest of the jungle. Mm-hmm. And it was the responsibility of Akela to, uh, hand over that boy and he doesn't. It's not like you can send him to like jungle prison. You know what I mean? It's not like there's like some sort of tribunal that yeah. is going to like, it's like, oh, you didn't do what you were supposed to do. I've got to kill you now. I take over your land until this is resolved. And then the next wolf can step up. But it's kind of just like, it's like in that context, I don't think that's that evil. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's hard to say because that was the one thing where I was like, eh. well, <laughs> well, that's what I mean. It's kind of like, uh, but like, how else are you going to like adjudicate? How else are you going to enforce this jungle law? Like, I think actually this jungle law thing that they're talking about actually makes more sense than this the bullshit circle of life thing from the Lion King. Oh yeah, for sure. Right, where they're like, it's we all know that we're gonna fucking kill each other. And, you know, there's predators and prey and stuff like that. But we have some ground rules to sort of protect our ecosystem, which we mm-hmm. all rely on. And we have certain roles within that. And then it's it's within that it's a kill or be killed scenario. Well, yeah. So in, in, in saying that, when you see, uh, like, Khan killing... Um, Khan kills, we were just saying it. Akela. Uh, Akela, sorry. Uh, when Khan's killing uh, Akela, um, Akela is a wolf. Yep. What uh, I'm sure uh, Kayla's uh, probably killing a couple of things. <laughs> yes, that's what wolves killing, do. Killing a couple of citizens of this jungle. You know what I mean? So it's just like, um, why is it less acceptable the larger the animal is? You know what I mean? Right. It just becomes, it, it seems like this thing of the the larger and larger the animal it is, then the, it's like, oh, well, this is evil because uh, these animals were talking and the other animals that they're going to kill were not talking. <laughs> <laughs> Except that cute little pig. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Voiced by John Favreau, apparently. Yes. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I, I didn't clock that the first time until I was like going through well, it. Well, yeah, because he's the first name that comes up when you uh, check out the cast. Is he? Yes, he is. When I well, because he directed it, it. And, but that's why, oh, okay. and I think that's so weird that he would like they the, the way you Google it. If you Google it, he's the first name that comes up as a character, right? Which is, I was like, what the fuck? I didn't even. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's in this. He directs so many things that you're like, I didn't. Like he, well, because yeah, he did the new Lion King, right? And he did like Iron Man. Yeah. And he's like, you're just like, damn, man, you just do blockbusters. I like him. Yeah, I like him too. I got no problems with John no, Favreau. No, no. Uh, he's got a nice personality to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, it, everything that Khan does, I think the only, I think maybe they mentioned that Khan, Shere Khan kills for fun at yes. some point. But uh, it really does seem like a passing thought. Yeah, it's like you kill for fun. It's like I'm an apex predator and yeah. I keep humans a, out of the jungle. I'm a tiger, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> tiger gonna tiger. Yeah, tiger is gonna tiger. And it's one of those things where you look at him and uh, because he's got that classic because I have facial scars, I'm evil. Yep. Which is a weird, uh, it's something that I feel like is in a lot of movies. Where it's like, if you have a scar on your face, you're a bad guy no matter what. And I can't think of an exception right now. It's truly menacing. I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of but an I'm exception, But wa- I'm just too. wondering if like we're... Like Blofeld con- in uh, James Bond. Yeah, but are we conditioned to think it's menacing? Or is that something that we would think is menacing without the help of cinema? That's a real good question. Like, is it um, is it a nature thing where we look at something like that and go, oh, like, um, I feel more danger because I know you fight or you've been in an altercation or something. Like, if there's something in the very back of your brain. Because, you know, like, some people have um, an aversion to a uh, small dot. You, you know what I mean? That thing where it's like, oh, oh yes, you... it's a weird collection of dots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, like certain, like, honeycomb. And, it, and uh, it's because you have a thing in your brain that's, like, that's poisonous or that's going to poison you or yeah, something. So you have, like, or, yeah, 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 so yeah. you have, a like, a little kick in that. So I'm wondering, I'm like, is it in that vein or is it because we've been conditioned to feel that way due to Hollywood? 
Oh, that's a real interesting question. Because like there's definitely is something where like facial uh, symmetry is is what you find attractive about somebody, right? Oh, yeah. Right? Okay. And like, you know, I know you're not supposed to judge people by their looks and everything, no. but like I think studies have shown that you trust good-looking people more uh, than uh, ugly people. Oh, that's I, funny. I have the opposite for dating. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, and you know, that like I think that's just an inherent thing. Like, yeah. So I think you could definitely over override that and you'd be oh, like, yeah. these fucking good-looking dudes no good they get what they want well you know? i just assume that uh and this is bad <laughs> you shouldn't assume anything upon somebody's uh the way they look or whatever no but most of the time when i see somebody super attractive i'm like oh, i bet your personality's garbage yeah yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> and yeah, yeah. i am a personality like i need i need it if i if i don't think you have a good personality it doesn't matter how hot you are i it, it shuts it down immediately in my brain i can't yeah um, yeah, that's an excellent point. And I think like you can override it, but I think in just in terms of like inherently, like you just meet the person mm-hmm. for the first time mm-hmm. and you go, like if someone was to bump in line and be like, so sorry, I'm just in a really big hurry. Um, do you mind if I just jump ahead? I just want to buy this one thing. Very attractive person. You're probably going to be like, oh yeah, go ahead. It's probably on the up and up. Somebody mm. with a huge facial scar across their neck, you'd be like, oh, I would probably be like, right this way, sir. Yeah, exactly, right? But for other reasons, right? That inherent thing. So like, I, I, yeah, I'm really wondering, maybe it's like a, it's like a chicken or an egg thing. Like maybe Mm. it's just like leapfrogged itself into pop culture. I don't know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like it's like a little bit, but that being said, there is like the, the small like cheek scar or something like that, that like can really take it up a notch. In terms of Ooh, like, for who, Craig? Do no, tell. like I'm just like I'm just thinking like there. It's like the beauty mark or like the you know. Um, I guess the ultimate like Nelly's almost like you know the band aid that he wore. It's oh, like, I feel like that was Nelly specific. <laughs> that's Nelly specific, but like I, I'm just saying like it. You know, like a big gash across the eye where their tongue's hanging out the right side of their face. Not attractive. No, but like that little like a little bit of a. I'm a. You know, I maybe got a little cut or something at some point because I'm, but I'm still yeah. ruggedly. Hand- I don't know. I think I Tina Fey's hot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, Harrison Ford. We're going to be talking about uh, in a little while. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's got that big gash on Harrison his chin too. Harrison Ford next week, baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, possibly next week. Yeah, I don't know. Yes, uh, it is. Okay, I'm on there. the ball, Craig. I got it. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes there there's a ball. <laughs> sometimes like not say, so much. I like to say I'm on the ball once every rotation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Well, maybe let, I don't know. If you know anything about facial scars and villainy, let us know because that's. Well, it's a, it's just interesting because the the further we get into doing these podcasts, the more I'm locked into what like actual tropes are or what you need to look for or like feelings of villains and like how sometimes the music will completely tone a scene. But if you, if you remove the music, it's not that bad. I'm like, this isn't evil at all. <laughs> so you, yeah. cut, you keep trying you know, to put watch a little movies. treble in there instead of all this bass. All of a sudden, this guy's a pretty chi- uh, chirp, uh, cheery kind of guy. Yeah. So the more I'm getting into it, the more I'm wondering, I'm like, oh, is that like something that we've done or is it something that is innately in us or whatever? Like the... Uh, like um, people that are either uh, super, super pale with white hair like that. That's like a really big. Um, well, and I think it's I think it's unfortunately the trope of otherness. Yeah. OK. Right. Yeah. Where yeah, you go yeah. like 
for whatever for for whatever reason this person is different from us mm-hmm. and therefore we're inherently suspicious and then we go that's the villain you Although know. that is kind of what we're doing right now. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, Mowgli is the odd man out, and we're like, "Well, he's different, so he's well, gotta he go." He is, though. Yeah, and that's in that sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get to Stefan, buddy. You're not. You're not a part of this team. Uh, yeah, I guess that is what we're doing. Yeah, so it's <laughs> it becomes this Sorry. whole thing. You know what? Everyone just belongs everywhere, and everyone's a decent person, and nobody's different than anyone else. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah, but we, it. again, to to circle back, could uh, completely and 100% understand why a tiger wouldn't want a man in a jungle. And if history has dictated anything, he is more and more correct as time goes by. Sure. Yeah, no, people have not been nice to nature. <laughs> yeah, although you could argue for a time period, I think. I... Uh, British I'm, Imperial oh, India. I, I, no, I was going to ask you what the time period is. That's what I'm saying. Like we could argue that, but I'm not sure what it is. This is this is uh, late 1800s. Oh yeah, so not good. Not good. <laughs> not, yeah, it's not. <laughs> or going, early early 1900s. Yeah, it's not I, I going don't know great. When Kipling wrote it, but yeah, not going great for you. <laughs> no, 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 no. I also feel like they've toned down a couple other uh, more racist and problematic things uh, in this. Like mm. like. Yeah, I don't think I was reading up uh, Kipling. His the one thing that he's been like largely criticized for is just he's kind of this unabashed voice of British imperialism. Oh, okay. Because like he grew up in India in the late eighteen hundred, like yeah. you know, like that's when he was writing when it was like Britain's great and we do great things all over the world for everybody. And uh, thank God these savages are. You know, we're here to educate them, that kind of attitude. And Mm. I think like that's that's a criticism that's really been brought against them. So I think that's why the only thing we really ever hear from Kipling anymore is the Jungle Book, because they're like, it's mostly animals. (laughs) 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 That's fine. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Although I did like the kid in this one, like Mowgli, like I liked, I I thought he was super cute and I thought he played it really well. And I was like, oh, this is like, I, I can at least get on board with this the cuteness of this kid yeah i think i got no problems uh with him as he did it uh although i thought it was weird uh neil sethi i guess was uh the guy yeah Yeah. um although i thought it was weird that the movie ends differently yeah 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 yeah. so in this one in this one he stays yeah which i was kind of tossing around in my head like is that good or bad there i I can't imagine it's great. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think that's good for the jungle. No. Um, but uh, like from Mowgli's perspective, that kid's like, as we said, like eight, 10, 12. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There is no way that he can adjust now to human culture. It's not like he's going to walk out of the jungle and be like, hey, everybody, human customs, sick. Like, Oh, yeah, but in my know? mind, I'm like, it's like one of those things where the longer you wait, the worse it is. <laughs> She's also true. Right? Like, you're, if you're eight, your brain is still pretty much a sponge. The time <sighs> is now. <laughs> uh, the, the longer you wait, the I mean, worse it is. The longer you is. wait, the, long, the worse it is. But, uh, like, like, have you seen, like, documentaries on any, like, feral children or anything like that? They are fucked. Like, um, they, they I'm cannot. I'm sorry. I didn't know this was a thing. This Can is a real thing. Continue. <laughs> there are people who have, like, been lost in the wilderness yeah. and were like 
like survived out in the woods, like. But children. Children. Jesus. Children, and like they're out there for years, and okay. then they try and like uh, uh, reintroduce them to society, and they have no language skills. Yes. Um. They're they're basically they act like wild animals because mm-hmm. that's like what they've had to learn how to do in order to survive in like the wilderness and and in like a pack setting. Fascinating. It's, yeah. 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 Ah. Yeah. It's, well, I uh, didn't know that was a thing. To yeah, be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Look up. No. Uh, the Google feral children and like there's a. One, I don't know if I want to. <laughs> there's a there's one famous case and it's just basically like n- cannot adjust to can't to, be in society. Yeah. Like can't use a toilet. Like just like it's just like there there comes a certain point where like you don't realize how important all these little things that you learn growing mm. up are like just in terms of you know what it means when someone looks you in the eye where it's like you know you and i are sitting across this table and i look you in the eye and you go yes that seems like a common courtesy because we're talking to each mm. other as opposed to are you threatening me like oh oh right yeah. like just those subtle things or like i you know i touch your hand when i'm giving you change and you're like that's a normal human interaction and then you know mm. it, it's not like all those sorts of things that you learn as like general social cues. Yeah, but I would make the argument that if you want this kid to live, you probably want to get rid of him. You know what I mean? If you, it would be the best case scenario. It should be here. You have him like he's one of yours, your problem. You know what I mean? You're saying from this perspective of the animals, from the perspective, yeah, of, of the animals and the, uh, ecosystem of this jungle. Yeah. I mean, but I think at that point he is already pretty adept at surviving in the jungle. Mm-hmm. Like he's overcome the hardest part, which is being abandoned as a baby in the jungle. Yeah. I think he continues to live a decent life and doesn't really impact anybody. And like he's will never find love. Well, that's a <laughs> Yeah, to go back to my thing, like, oh, oh, you kept a tiger in the city and it's fine because he's a little kitty cat. Mm-hmm. And you then some hormones start hitting and you're you're out of luck. Yeah, like I don't want to see teenager Mowgli. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, teenager Mowgli is who? Yeah. You know what I mean? Teenager Mowgli is uh probably not having a great time in the jungle. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a different story and not one I would want to watch. No, there's a reason there's no jungle book <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because originally in the animated version, though, he does leave the jungle because he, he sees uh, a, a girl. Yeah. And he's like, all right. Because mm, <laughs> right. it's the circle of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just like, oh, that does it to me. I was wondering why I couldn't get, didn't like all these wolves. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, Shere Khan pretty much right all the way through. Yeah. Totally vindicated. Exactly what he said. Mowgli literally lit the jungle on, on fire. fire. And not like a little bit. Like, I feel like they really breezed over that because they were like, oh, well, the uh, the elephants have redirected the water. Yeah, so um, the elephants flooded the entire jungle? Yeah, don't think so. I feel like uh, <laughs> the only thing that can be said is that sometimes it is good for these, uh, maybe not the jungle, because that, that's some super old shit, but it's generally really good to have a forest fire because then it uh, completely yeah, is, yeah. resets all the soil and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, other than that, I don't think it's probably good within the eyes of the animals. No, I think that destruction of our home is is, is bad news. Yeah. 
Shere Khan was right. Shere Khan was right. <laughs> Go Tigers. Uh, anything else you wanted to? No, I think I think we I think we got it. I think we nailed it. All right, good. So it's time to uh, give our definitive ranking yes. of how good the villain was. We'll uh, probably have the same one. I feel like there's a there's a clear path here. Oh, you think so? Uh, the tiger scale? <laughs> oh, no, I don't have a tiger scale. Oh, what do you have? Uh, so I've got the jungle literature scale. <laughs> <laughs> I, how, how did I not guess that, Craig? So, well, <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is so not... <laughs> As advanced as you think it is. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to be like, uh, uh, Aristotle's treaty on this. No. <laughs> this is this is so simple when you hear it. So the jungle literature scale, uh, from a jungle sentence to in jungle encyclopedia, I'm giving Shere Khan a jungle pamphlet because it's trying its best to warn you that something's gonna go wrong and what you need to do to take it, but everyone just throws it away and ignores it. Yeah, that wasn't what I thought. That's it, see? (laughs) (laughs) I literally just just went with different lengths of literature because the name of the movie is The Jungle Book. This is how... Uh, that's so funny. Just so everybody knows, <laughs> these scales are the last thing that I do to get ready for these podcasts. Sometimes I forget to do them and do them on the fly. So, uh... Dude, that's so funny. Th- I legitimately thought you, like, research... You were like, there's no! some jungle language. <laughs> like, I thought... I'm like, dude, that is some next level shit. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh yeah, de- de- definitely give you way too much credit there. Yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll back it up. Beep beep beep. Backed it up. <laughs> yeah, I did. I I did a tiger scale. I did a okay. cartoon tiger scale, um, uh, from Tony the Tiger. You know, yeah. what I mean? uh, to Battle Cat from He Man. Fair one. Oh, okay. Uh, he's pretty. He's pretty hardcore. The green guy with the orange stripes. Yeah, yeah, yeah huge. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna give him a Tigger. Uh, you know what I mean? He's, Tiggers are wonderful things. He's he's a wonderful. He's a bit repetitive, but we get it, buddy. You're trying to send your message home. We get it. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah. And before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, where we discuss people who inspired and disappointed us, uh, a couple ways you could help the podcast. Yeah. Uh, first, uh, by all means. Uh, <laughs> Uh, first thing you can do uh, if you like the podcast uh, that is fantastic Uh, we can do uh, go on uh, Apple Podcasts Uh, even if you use a different subscription service uh, if you just do this once it it still really helps give us a a, a, a four or five star rating five let's go five is it a four (laughs) or five I don't even know anymore give us the highest rating you possibly can uh, and leave us a quick one sentence review it helps people discover the podcast um, and visibility stuff like that so uh, if you could do that check it out Uh, also you can check it out Villain was right on Facebook uh, VWR podcast on Twitter um, and if you have suggestions for movies that you want to see I think this one was an audience suggestion yeah uh, hit us up at the villain was right at gmail.com uh, or and uh, just let us know your your suggestions and uh, or you know drop us a little compliment let us know let us know if you enjoy our diatribe or uh, our detours into <laughs> Toronto raccoons <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we really got off on this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah you can also we have a Patreon, Woo! Patreon. Uh, so if you uh, if you really enjoy the podcast, uh, every little bit helps. Absolutely. Um, 
Yeah, we have several tiers. You can uh, join whatever you like. We have early episodes. We have uh, polls you can uh, con- contribute on. We have uh, bonus episodes. Yeah, uh, two bonus episodes a month, actually. So yeah, if you like so we us do, a like, more. Yeah, a little, uh, we, we do like a half and half podcast, essentially. I do half. Craig does the other half. We each pick a villain we like. Yeah. and uh, That this... aren't right, but we love them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just villains we want to talk about. And this actually is coming out on September 5th. So we just dropped our uh, our our latest bonus episodes. Uh, oh so, yeah! So check that out. Yeah. Please check those out. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't have any money, uh, that's fine. Uh, just keep listening, liking, supporting. You guys are the best. You're amazing. Yes. We love you guys. You're- and now it's time for our hero or villain of the week. Um, I've got a light one. I've got I've got a hero this time, which is rare for me. I know, okay. I, I'm very rarely positive. I feel like. All right. I got a light hero as well. Oh. Okay. Are you are you gonna talk about your cat? No, I'm not gonna talk about. I'm all about cat stories. Weirdly enough, uh, yeah. No, I uh, I I just I just wanted to talk about my old uh, no. family cat. That was my favorite. Uh, it, the cat's name was TC. Uh, it stood for uh, the cat. <laughs> I am not kidding. <laughs> we were uh, not creative. I love it on that part. That's uh, the, that's a good name for a cat. Yeah, TC the cat. Uh, really to the point. You know what he is and this cat was dope ever since uh all cats have been ruined for me since since this mm-hmm. cat I, he was like just kind of like a tomcat whatever like you don't you know what i mean it's just a, a wild cat we started feeding as you do and then it just becomes your family's cat this is the only cat i i ever met that would drool if you pet him if you pet this cat, my brother would lay on the ground and put the cat on his belly and he would just like rub, <laughs> he would just pet the cat, pet the cat, and the cat would literally drool so it would pool on your shirt. Oh, that's yeah, gross. Just, oh, it was awesome, like a dog. <laughs> I loved it. This cat was awesome. This cat would fuck. I've never seen such a wily cat in my entire life. This cat would go troll it. Troll, trolling 24 hours a day, this cat. I'm pretty sure that's how he died. I'm almost positive. <laughs> Probably in a knife fight over <laughs> some pussy. Uh, <laughs> certainly. <laughs> yeah. This cat got torn up so many times I could barely count. Uh, best oh, cat just ever. Oh, like street fighter. Street cat. fight over, yeah, yeah, yeah. over other cats. Like I'm missing a part of his ear yeah. kind of deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. This cat was the best. Anyway, that's my hero. That's who I'm dedicating this to. R.I.P. TC. <laughs> Oh, Far that sounds out. like a song. Yeah, all right. Aretha Franklin sings that, I think. <laughs> R.I.P. T.C. <laughs> Rebecca's cat is dead to me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, oh, we're dumb. Oh, we're, dumb. we're real dumb. Uh, yeah, a bit of a musical kick lately. Uh <laughs> Uh, yeah, my hero, my hero is uh, is an employee at a grocery store. Uh, for, I, I, I admire her restraint because I was at uh, uh, I was at No Frills, which is um, if you're not uh, from the area, it is exactly what it sounds like. It is a cheap grocery store with no frills. Uh, so uh, I was there, and uh, I just overheard this one guy clearly asking an employee where something was. Fine, legitimate question oh, yeah. in a grocery store. And the woman goes, uh, that's aisle zero. It's in the organics aisle, that's aisle zero. And the guy goes, what do you mean? And she (laughs) goes, aisle zero. It's in aisle zero. He goes, what does that mean? She goes, you know, like three, two, one, zero. (laughs) He goes, I know what zero is. 
where is this thing? And she goes, it's in aisle like zero here. And he goes, there's no need to get short with me. And she did not, to her credit, she did not tell this man to go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> and that is why she's my hero for showing such restraint because it is so, cl- like, just did not understand that, like, zero came after, like, before one, you know? I like, like any burn where you count into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Three, two, one, like zero. Yeah. And she just could not get it. Just and I was counted just like, down into that burn. I, I was like, like that. The, the, the stupidity and the entitlement of the man asking for these directions was just unbearable. And I respect her so much for not flipping out at him. So that's my hero of the week. I kind of made that a positive one. It's, <laughs> it's my hero of the week. Um, and uh, yeah, so that, I think that does it for us today. Yeah. You can uh, follow me at Rebecca Reads on anything of your choosing. That's R-E-E-D-S. And Rebecca the normal way with one B and two C's, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I like lean into autocorrect to figure out. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, you can follow me at uh, Craig Fay Comedy on Twitter, Facebook, Craig Fay Comedy, uh, CraigFay.com uh, for show dates. And uh, that has been us for The Villain Was Right. Tune in next week when our episode is going to be on Blade Runner. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, with Harrison Ford, a facial scar. Uh, <laughs> there we go. And so until then, this is The Villain Was Right reminding you to always test the branch to see if it can hold your weight before stepping out on it. Thanks and goodbye, everybody. The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Ivamy for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. <laughs>